0: Everything she'd read last night on the internet made the area around the shoreline community, a few miles around the bend, sound nearly idyllic. The part of her that didn't want to get her hopes up knew that could simply have been good marketing by its chamber of commerce. The part that desperately needed this not to be a wild goose chase focused on getting them moving. Not today, I'm afraid. She hated to say no, but housing had to be their first priority. We don't have time. It was 9.55. They were to meet the seller's representative at 10 o'clock. Reminding Tyler of that and agreeing that, yes, they were still exploring, she pulled his hood over his head and glanced to the structure surrounded by a few winter bare trees, dead grass, and a wet patch of gravel that apparently served as a parking lot. The address on the mailbox matched the one on the card. The structure, however, bore no resemblance at all to a residence. The two-story flat-roofed rectangle of a building faced a partial view of a little marina two city blocks away and backed up to a forest of pines. A long, narrow sign above the porch read Harbor Market and Sporting Goods. Signs by the screened door read Fresh Espresso and Worms and Closed until Spring. Mailboxes farther up the road indicated homes tucked back in the trees. The only vehicle to be seen, however, was hers. With no sign of life in either direction, she was about to pull out her cell phone to check the address with Phil Granger when she remembered what the woman had said. She'd warned her to keep an open mind when she saw the place, to look for possibilities. The potential goose chase was also apparently a scavenger hunt. A narrow driveway curved around the back of the building and disappeared down a slight hill. Thinking there might be a house or cottage beyond the gate blocking it, She grabbed the shoulder bag that held everything from animal crackers to a Zen meditation manual and gamely told her little boy they were going to look around while they waited for the person they were to meet to show up. The damp breeze whipped around them, scattering leaves in their path as they left the car. With a glance toward the threatening sky, she was about to reconsider her plan when the relative quiet gave way to a squeak and the hard slam of a door. Tyler froze. Across twenty feet of gravel, she watched six feet two inches of broad-shouldered, purely rugged masculinity in a fisherman's sweater and worn jeans cross the store's porch and jog down its three steps. Sorry about that. His apology came quickly, his voice as deep as the undercurrents in the distant water. I didn't mean to startle you. I keep forgetting to fix the spring.